back to Grid Iron Gamble, the only podcast that puts its money where its mouth is. I'm your host, Rich Ryan, and I'm joined by my fellow members of the collective, the disciple, Bert Minotti, Brett Colson, and the resident moose himself, Mo Nuwara. Uh, Donnie D.P. Peters is currently MIA. He was up late last night because the legend, the Poker Hall of Famer, Mike Sexton, won WPT Montreal, so he was doing a ton of press for the World Poker Tour. Um, could be sleeping, could be face down in a pile of uh, uh, nose candy. I don't know what DP is doing right now. No excuses, yeah. man. Don't make this sound better than it is. Don't make it sound like he was just up working. <laughs> what do you think he was up doing, Mo? Or is he just sleeping? In? Maybe the machine finally broke. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it does keep sleeping. Donnie is definitely. I was under the impression he didn't sleep. Donnie definitely a robot. Uh, but yeah, maybe just a, he's like the Polish robot in New England. His cohort, maybe a slight malfunction. He could join us mid-show. Who knows? Uh, but the show goes on, as it were. Two and three last week. Tried to warn you guys about the Jags and Jets. Should have fired my veto. I did not. Should have fired your entire card. Should have fired my entire card. Uh, needed Rich's top five, four and one. I was seven and one in my top eight. I feel like I'm seeing the ball really well. Um, not last night, though. I was the only person who had Carolina minus a three and a half, and Mo tells me that it was way the wrong side, so it must be way the wrong side. You three covered. I did not. Uh, it was not close to being <laughs> the right side. Except for the whole fact that they were up 20. Um, that happened. Uh, for the season, the collective is 25, 23, and 2 against the spread. Uh, we'll get to more about some numbers in a bit from our sponsor, FantasySuperContest.com. But let's turn to Week 11. If you are new to the show, uh, we are in the Las Vegas Super Contest. And each week, we submit one five-pick card based upon our host's individual rankings. We kick off each show by giving out our number one pick against the spread. And I'm going to turn it to Mo, uh, to Brett, excuse me, uh, because I, I, I want somebody to just step out and bash this team uh, immediately. So, Brett, please take it away. Give us your number one pick. I've got the Rams plus two and a half at home against the Miami Dolphins. This is a market play for me. The Dolphins are the most overvalued team in the NFL right now. The public betting reflects that 76% of donks on the fish this week. And the line's moving the other way. Miami now minus one on Pinnacle. So we're getting the Rams at home at plus two and a half in this contest. I just love this spot for LA. Miami have been winning games on the ground, but they're likely going to be without Brandon Albert up front this week. Mike Pouncey was held out of practice on Thursday with a hip injury. Not a good sign for a guy who's been dealing with hip injuries throughout his entire career. He might not play this week. That's two key pieces of their offensive line. And L.A. already good against the run. They're eighth in DVOA run defense. So Miami could really struggle moving the ball this week. The Dolphins also stayed in California all week. Their routines are going to be off balance. I'm, I'm just expecting a sloppy game here from both sides. So I'll, I'll happily take the home dog plus two and a half. How much did the market move when Jared Goff was named the quarterback? Is three and a half points? Three and a half, could, four it points? It could be three and a half. Could it? it no, there's no, no. 
with a pulse can be three and a half points worse <laughs> than case chemo. Exactly. No. If, you're, if you have blood pulsing through your veins, <laughs> you can't be that much worse. That's that, And that's exactly what did it for me. I knew I was going to have the Rams on my card as well. Not my top five right away, but I knew I was going to select them. And then when I saw, as Brett alluded to, the Pouncey injury in addition uh, to the Albert injury, then I knew I was going to put them in my top five. I've got them three uh, or 11, 11 points. Uh, Brett obviously has them number one. Uh, Mo has them right at the bottom of his top five. And Donnie has them in his lower tier. So this is a consensus pick. Three of us have it in our top five. So unsurprisingly, uh, you will probably hear about this game in a bit. Uh, Mo, give us your number one pick. Man, I got to say, for me, it was a tough week. It was a tough week for the opposite reason the last few weeks. Yeah, you you had a Donnie week you are telling us. A few top plays, and then like everything else was tough. No, I love like seven games this week or something. I'm so even though the Rams were my number five play, they could have just as easily been my number one play. Uh the play I did go with at number one overall is Bucks plus seven and a half. Fading my Chiefs, I think um the Chiefs, speaking of overvalued, the Chiefs are definitely overvalued right now, just just rattling off wins. A huge road win last week against the Panthers. I mean, I don't want to say the Chiefs didn't deserve it because they made some great plays on defense, but, man, the offense is not moving the ball at all and did nothing against the Panthers. Alex Smith is just serial check down right now. He's back in that mode where I've seen him when he gets in this mode when he's under too much pressure, um, he stops looking downfield. He starts getting jittery in the pocket and dumping it off too fast and, and scrambling out of uh, good pockets. And it's just impossible to make big plays when you're doing that. So the Chiefs are making no explosive plays. They're just dinking and dunking. Without big plays on offense, you're going to have a really hard time covering a big number like this, and I think this number is quite a bit too big anyway. I capped this at six. I don't think it's weird. I I don't think I I don't know why anyone would be so down on the Bucks. I know they've been having a terrible season, but they showed that they're you know a pretty you know they're still a team with a pulse last week. I mean, anytime you beat another NFL team, I mean obviously we knew that was a clown line, but you beat another NFL team by thirty you're doing something right. And this Bucks team isn't that bad. I, I, I do worry about Jameis Winston in Arrowhead. That that worries me. I, I would not be surprised if there was a hail of picks here. Um, but as long as he doesn't really turn it over and, you know, the Bucks are getting healthier. Doug Martin back helps uh, a lot. And just, I think, you know, I think this is going to be a pretty close game. It, it, the Chiefs, it's not going to be blowing anybody out the way this offense is playing right now. Yeah, Chiefs are expected to cover seven with the 22nd ranked offense DVOA against the 14th ranked defense DVOA. And if you look at Tampa Bay's offensive ranking, 
which is not great. Uh, 19th. A lot of that comes because they're 30th in rushing because Doug Martin's been hurt all year. And this is the second game he'll be back. Chiefs 1-3 against the spread at home. Their sole cover was when Ryan Fitzpatrick, Fitzpowder kegged and threw five interceptions. They've failed to cover 6.5, and 7-7 at home. They're just not built to score points. Uh, so I, I too, love the Bucks in the spot. I have them as my second pick in my top five. Uh, Brett, you have the Bucks as well, but your very, very last pick. Tell us your concerns about. Uh, I just, I hate fading the the Chiefs in Arrowhead. I know they have been great there this year, but Jameis going into that place for the first time scares me, and that's why. I mean, I, I really don't have any coin flips this week. I like all of my plays. I, I'm confident here in the Bucks, but uh, man, that's it's it's really tough for me knowing how good the Chiefs have been in that stadium over the last three years. It's tough for me to pick against them, so that's why I had them so low. Brett had them way at the bottom. Donnie. <laughs> Donnie's a lone wolf on the chefs and has them in his top five. I, I, have, wow. I have received a text from Mr. Peters. He will be joining us shortly. Uh, so I, ha- I will have him... Exp- I demand an explanation for this. Yeah, I, I'm at a loss for words on that one. I'm... So while we wait for DP to come and explain himself, and oh, it looks like he's coming in now. So this is this is a bit of live radio right now. Let me pull him in. This will be great because as soon as he joins the call, instead of getting salutations, instead of you know allowing him to wake up, Donnie, Donnie, what are you doing? Donnie, are you there? What are you doing? What are, what are you even thinking? Did you spike your coffee with Kahlua instead of butter? I'm, what is this I'm, pick? I'm sick as all hell, and I had to stay up late and work last night. So no, no, no. I don't care about your sleep pattern. I, I, under, I totally understand why you're late to the show, but I, I really need you to explain yourself right now. With what? The Chiefs. Yeah, you meant to put Bucks there, right? Yeah, had to. Must be sickness. Nope, put Chiefs there. But I will say that I absolutely hate this card, and I'm basically just throwing shit against the wall, and hopefully it sticks. So good luck this week. (laughs) DNP illness uh, over there. Can Donnie's picks count for half this week? (laughs) They they should count for negative whatever uh, the number is because I I hated every single game on this card. I hated the lines. I didn't like anything. I it was it's just horrible. It's absolutely horrible. Well, give us your number one shit pick then. The Bears plus seven and a half against the Giants. But I don't even like this pick. It's just, I don't don't get it. I think the line's too big, but I also know that the Bears suck. But then I also know that the Giants suck. So I don't even know what to do. So I'll just take the points, I guess. I mean, 62% of donks laying the seven and a half with Eli Manning. I, I think that's really all. That needs to be said. And you're you're yeah, not. Yeah, but we know how that's gone this year. That's why I'm just like, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> not to fret. Uh, some of your top picks are very questionable. This one is not. This is a consensus pick. Uh, it is right outside my top five. It is Moe's. This pick I can get behind. It's Moe's number two pick. So he's happy. And it's in Brett's lower tier. So another number one pick in Brett's lower tier. Uh, is it the quarterback again? Is it Cutler, Brett? Yeah, it's it, that definitely has something to do with it. I, I I'm a believer in this Giants defense. Uh, I, I bought early uh, what you and what you were talking about like week one, Rich. So 
I'm I'm mostly just like the number here, seven and a half. That's why I picked uh, the the Bears. Oh, we know you guys bought in early. <laughs> I believe in the defense little, as well. A little too early. I I I think the defense is tremendous, especially up front. But Eli, man, he is just as bad, if not worse, than Cutler. And relying on him to cover the seven and a half is just way too much for me. This this is one of those bizarro games where the Bears win outright. Like Cutler plays his best when he's expected to play his worst. And the Giants, uh, in the regular season, seem to be serial chokers, especially Eli. Uh, Mo, what made you so high on uh, the Bears here? Well, first of all, I capped this one at five. I mean, I don't understand how really? on earth the Giants can be this big. They're not that much better. Uh, They're not that much better than the Bears. And they're coming off of short rest to boot. So we love that. Um, had some offensive line issues, and it looks like Justin Pugh is out again. And something Marshall Newhouse was in there uh, on the Monday night game, and uh, he was on camera a lot. When you're an offensive lineman and you're on camera a lot, you're having a real, real bad day. So I'm guessing he's starting again. And this is another situation very similar to the Bucks, where you just you have a poor offense and covering big numbers when you have a poor offense is tough to do. Uh, like you said, this Eli, he's putrid. This Giants offense isn't good at all. The Bears have actually had a pulse on defense um, of late. And uh, yeah, I, I think they keep this pretty close. And, and like you said, um, this passes that. Uh, that other test that I sometimes do, it's kind of a sanity check. Would you be surprised if the Bears won? No. No, you wouldn't be. Yeah, no part of me would be surprised if you looked up on Sunday while you were drinking a beer and flipped over and it was 24-21 Bears. It would not be surprising whatsoever. The, this Giants team is just average. And to expect them to walk out there and cover a big number like that on a consistent basis is a bit nutty. My number one pick, I'm on the Niners train. Any team, anytime a professional football team is getting double digits at home, I'm just closing my eyes and firing. Don't care who they are. Don't care who they're facing. Uh, Mo, I know you think the same way, but you were so damn afraid, so you slotted them as your very last pick. You got to be a bit braver, man. Uh, We're talking about a Patriots team without their best offensive player, Gronk is likely not going to play. Uh, And a team with a very (laughs) mediocre, if not bad, defense. 18th in defense DVOA, 27th against the pass. Even if the Pats get up big early, this screams backdoor cover with that horrendous defense. And that defense only has one game without Jamie Collins. Uh, I think you could see a measurable difference between the current linebacking core and having Jamie Collins when C.J. Procise is out there just running circles around the coverage linebackers in New England. Uh, Cap is QB10 in fantasy since becoming the starter, so I've got no worries with him being able to move the ball and get the ball in the end zone for the Niners. Uh, love the 13. And uh, you know what? I would not. What I think the Niners have a 10% chance of winning this game. How about that? That's bold. That's, That's the dumbest bold. thing I've ever heard. 
you don't see any hangover from this Pats team. Gave, put it all on the line. Got to the one yard line against no, zero, absolutely zero hangover. Got to the one yard line against the actual best team in football and could not punch it in four times. You don't see any hangover from, hangover from that. No, I don't. All right, this was a consensus pick. Donnie, like Mo, had this as his very last pick. How how much? Did it pain you to pick against the Patriots? I thought this was the Destroy the World Tour. What happened to Pat's number one? I told you until they until they failed to cover, I was going to have to adjust. I'm still not even confident in this. <laughs> these 13 points because I feel like they're just going to score a shit ton because they played really bad last week. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. I don't want this game anywhere near the card. Gonna I don't to- want any of my games near the card. So, <laughs> none of the can 13. we just like give me a pass? <laughs> week mo why were you so low on the niners i need to know yeah i want nothing to do with this one as well um i capped this one at what did i cap it at 12 you're you're you're, well i thought this was actually a pretty you're out of your mind you're out of your mind how that 49ers are atrocious uh, and you know we we've talked about this you you yourself said what what do the Patriots do to bad teams? Yeah, they beat the hell out of them. But 13 on the road is a different story than 13 at home. I mean, would you lay the 20 with the Patriots at home? No, because I can't physically do that. But <laughs> I still, but that's probably why this isn't that bad of a line. I mean, public is still basically all in on the Patriots, 84%. Yeah. And home dogs under 20% that are especially ones that are getting this many points. I mean, it has to be the right side, I think. I mean, they're like blind 60% winners, home dogs. I'm uh, still scary. Still scary. Getting double digits, especially in uh, the last decade where parity has taken over. Brett, you have joined me. You've put the Niners in the top five, which makes me feel really good because you are the queasiest when it comes to the being on the Niners train. Um, and supporting Cap. So I, I feel very good that you have them in your top five as well. I so badly wanted to put them higher, but then I'm reminded of how this team constantly comes up short for us, even in great spots. This is just this is just so many points, though. And with Rob Gronkowski out this week, Brady loses his biggest weapon. If you're going to cover by 13, you got to score a shitload of points, especially when your defense is allowing more than 360 yards per game. So uh, I like the Niners a lot here. I'm just afraid to throw them... Uh, up the top, up at the top. Yeah, I mean, who is good on New England outside of Gronk on offense? Marty B, best player. I mean, we all know Edelman's not a receiver. Yeah, Bennett might be. He's just a little Smurf out there. So, covering thirteen without Gronk seems like a very tall task on the road. Um, and I will gladly take the other side. So those are our number one picks. Mo is on the Bucks. Brett is on the Rams. Donnie's on the Bears. And I am on the Niners. Four different picks, three consensus picks, and one pick that is supported by three of the hosts. We're going to go to Lone Wolves next. But before we do, have you guys checked out FantasySuperContest.com yet? If not, what are you waiting for? There is a Five-way tie for first place in the Super Contest at 33 and a half points. There were 22 teams that went 5-0 and last week in the Super Contest. Congratulations to you, couple dozen. Ripsaw 
remains one of the leaders, but a new one has crept up under Dobbs. Love the name. Uh, he moved up from tied for six to tied for first, uh, thanks to a three to two week where we where he had the Niners under Dobbs on the Niners train. Uh, he is a big underdog selector. Unsurprisingly, 29 of his picks, nearly 60%, have been underdogs. If you want to check out these stats, know who to tail, know what picks to make, submit your own picks against the spread just for fun, though, uh, head over to fantasysupercontest.com. That's fantasysupercontest.com. Time for some Lone Wolves. Donnie, you've got the most, and they're all relevant. Do you want to, you want to go last so you can kind of save up your energy and, and you know bust it out or while you wake up, or do you want to just get it over with right now? Just get it over with like a band aid. All right, let's rip it off. You've got three lone wolves all in your top five. Uh, you already discussed the Chiefs briefly. The other two are the Cowboys minus seven against Baltimore. And the Packers plus two and a half against Washington. Uh, you guys actually took the Ravens. Yes. My God, get just get out of here. <laughs> what what did you take the Ravens? What what makes the Ravens are so bad? They are horrible. And the Cowboys their are really, really, their defense really, is actually really good. good. The Cowboys are going to mow over the Ravens. Baltimore second. In defense, DVOA, DP, number one against the run. Number this defense one. is really good. Choke the life out of the Steelers. This game for... Oh, stop. They always play the Steelers really, really tough. That's like, just throw that game out. It doesn't really count in this context. Donnie's awake. I love it. This game smells really trappy for me. Coming off of a huge win in Pittsburgh, and then next week is the big Thanksgiving showcase game. Uh, sandwiched in the middle, they're touchdown favorites against a soft AFC team that's not playing up to snuff. Um, ten days rest for the Ravens. I think the Cowboys still win, but I think this game's going to be a lot closer uh, than people think. I had this in my top five. Uh, Brett and Mo, Brett uh, Mo had this in his top five as well. Brett had this in the middle of the pack. Mo, why were you so confident in Baltimore? Man, you gotta love Baltimore. Like you said, this this is a a great matchup for them because their run defense is so good. Their defense overall is just really good. Their 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 defense is getting healthy at the right time. Um, as long as Timmy Jernigan and Jimmy Smith play, that's pretty crucial. But I think it looks more likely than not that they'll play. Um. I just I really like this Ravens defense, and I think this is where Dak and company potentially hit a ba- a major wall. Uh, been feasting on some bad defenses, and it's going to be a lot tougher going against this, these Ravens. I mean, I, I still am a little worried because it's just like maybe there's just nobody who can stop this O line. Yeah, you were I mean, you were trying to make this argument last week this is the this you're the this is the weak guy this is the week that Dak falls off are you just gonna keep firing against Dak until he finally does yeah I thought that was gonna be a really tough you know road environment but it just didn't matter because 
Steelers run D, just running straight. Um, but covering seven against a really strong defense here is is quite a bit different. Um, I would have really obviously liked seven and a half here. Uh, I never saw seven. Uh, seven and a half was the only number I've seen on this game, so I think it's a little curious that they hung a seven. So I don't know. Middle finger to the super contest people, I guess. Yeah, I don't know all, what this all, line is. All the sharp but, uh, people. Seven, I'll take it still. Yeah, seven and a half is at minus 115 right now on Pinnacle. And the super contest folk do their best to try to put out predictive lines because if they know if a, lo- a number closes dramatically in one direction, then a lopsided amount of people in the contest will have one side, which, I mean, they don't, in 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 all reality, they don't really care but they want to make the contest as challenging as possible, so they try to put out predictive lines. Uh, Brett, middle of the pack here for the Ravens. Give us your thoughts. You're the number one Zeke guy. I know. It pains me because I've been preaching the boys all year, but this this matchup does not set up well for them. This is a defense that could... Uh, if there's a defense that could shut them down, I think this is it. The Ravens are so good at stopping the run, and that's where uh, that's where the Cowboys thrive. So uh, if they can get some pressure on Dak, which I think they will, uh, they can keep this one close and maybe win. I think it could be the thing where the Cowboys just uh, get hit with some reality. I, I think they're being overvalued right now. As good as I think they are, uh, they're not this good. So uh, I could see the, win- the Ravens winning this one outright. But I think the Cowboys win, but it's going to be very close. The biggest uh, problem for Baltimore is their offense. They remain last in the league in DVOA, 29th, against, uh, 29th on both the pass and the run. Uh, but Moe Mo Claiborne and Barry Church remain out for the Cowboys. Pittsburgh was not really able to take advantage of that last week, uh, a little bit late. In the game, they were able to get some scoring going, but not throughout the contest. We'll see if uh, Flacco can bounce back this week. Uh, your other lone wolf, Donnie, the Packers, plus the two and a half over the racial slurs. A lot of love for a team that you think is bad, DP. Yeah, I'm just, you know, I think everyone's really down on the Packers, myself included, but I think that uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to muster up a little bit of something, something for this week and get it done on the road. What's better? A little something-something or... Ooh-wee. A little something-something. Okay. Then uh, then we should be favoring the Packers. I am surprised to see that only 59% of the public is on the Packers. Uh, I was suspecting more, but maybe DP's right. Maybe the entire world is off Green Bay, deservedly so, after a couple of very poor performances... Uh, I had the Deadskins in the middle of the pack, as did Mo. Brett, you had him in your top five. Tell us why you like that. Green Bay is not good at football. I failed you guys last week by keeping the Titans off the card. I'm not going to do it again here. The public is still on Rodgers for some reason. Like you say, the whole world's off them, but 60% is still betting them here. And yet the line is moving in favor of the Skins. That's moved on to a key number of three on Pinnacle. So everything points to Washington here. Their one leak is stopping the run. Uh, they've been awful against the run this year, and the Packers can't even find a body to run straight out of the backfield. They've given up on my guy Ty Montgomery like idiots. So F them. Redskins win easily here on Sunday. Oh, they found a body. No, body not ready ever. And, and now my body's ready for the awakening. Uh, see, Mike, I don't think he'll be an option this week. No. Uh, so 
No, they said he was still en route on Thursday. And so he's on with James Starks. And he's dealing with an injury, too. That's one of the reasons why he did not get much run against New England was, in, well, one, because he's not part of the rotation anymore, and two, because he was injured. So I don't know if he'll even jump in right away and be a key factor. Um, so you'll continue to get the Starks-Montgomery experience in Green Bay. This game's interesting to me. Uh, it's a rematch of the playoff game last year where Washington was absolutely embarrassed at home. So you'd think there's a little bit of a motivating factor there. Washington, I think, has been sneaky good all season, especially on defense, which is something that nobody takes note of because it's not sexy like offense. Uh, Jordan Reed has put together a bunch of healthy games in a row, which is amazing. Fat Rob Kelly has stepped in and played a big role in offense. So I'm really liking this Washington team. It just that number just makes me a bit queasy, but I am uh I'm very happy to hear that it's uh it's up to 3. Mo, how you feeling about this game? I feel like um this is like I was saying this is the Saints of a couple of years ago. Just keep they just keep taking the field, just walking out, dropping trow at midfield shitting all over the field and just nobody cares public just lining up to fire them every week so what you should be doing is if you saw mark gasol the other day after he made that three and did that strut just keep strutting to the window and fading the packers and cashing your tickets i did it against the saints a couple years ago and i'm going to be doing it this year with the Packers. and i really like the Redskins. Like I said, I know they're seventh on my card, but that was just because, you know, I love all these games, maybe slightly more. I really still like the Redskins. Um, well, like, Mo optimistic, Donnie pessimistic. I think we need to burn everything. Yeah, this is the weirdest. This is a, yeah, this is, I'm seeing a complete train wreck here because I love this card. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Biggest controversy like of just Redskins are just better. Biggest controversy the, the, of the week is the walk. Is that the Vince McMahon or is that the Conor McGregor? All these young kids just trying to give it to McGregor, but Vinnie Mac's been doing that walk for decades. I think it would be an embarrassment to name it anything other than the Vinnie Mac. I don't know what the hell you guys are talking about. No, the Vinnie Mac's a bit different. I think Connor took the Vinnie Mac and, and, and made it his own, so I think it's the Connor McGregor, but the Vinnie Mac is the Vinnie Mac. The, you didn't see the... That video, Mark Gasol? The shimmy walk? In the thread. Yeah. Mark Gasol hit a corner three and then did this bizarre shimmy walk down the court. And then would it not... It was awesome. And then so would, much European swag there. And would not apologize. That was the best part. Um, so those are Donnie's Lone Wolves, Cowboys, Chefs, and Packers, all in his top five. We're going to go to Mo, who, uh, you did it, Mo. I can't believe you did it. You said that you physically could not pick the Patriots, but you physically could pick the Steelers. You're laying eight with the road team. What's going on, Mo? What do you mean? Laying eight you against... guys, you guys are the ones who should have to explain. Lady... You guys should have to explain to me why you would ever, in a million years, after you laid two eyes on the Browns the last few weeks, you guys did lay two eyes on the Browns, right? We got yo, you. they got porked last week. Get out of here. We got chainsaw, man. 
you guys. Maybe Hogan on this third down. This team is legendarily bad. <laughs> Let, you're going to tell your kids you saw this team. Okay? <laughs> yeah, saw, Terrifying. Saw this team cover the eight against Pittsburgh week 11, 2016. Somebody said on Twitter, Alabama would only be plus 27. Give me Bama. Give me plus 27. Browns would win by like 10 points. That seems like a lot. Yeah, 27 is a lot of points. Especially give me Bama. Because Bama That's plays deep. Even their whole team is pro. Or their yeah. whole defense, rather, is pro. Who made that seems way no, too much? Well, the hard. Browns would win by 40. Wow. And, no. they, and they would injure 12 people in the process. I mean, I would like to see Joe Thomas blocking college kids. I, I'll tell you that. He would probably just. Bama, those guys aren't college kids. Those guys are pro ready. This right team now. defense is pro. Uh, all of those defenders will be playing professional football. There's no way I would lay 27 against a pro defense with the Browns because they physically can't probably even score 27. <laughs> I'm not taking the Browns. I told you this. I'm not taking the Browns unless I'm getting 14 points. This aren't, is the worst team getting, I've ever seen. You're kind of getting 14 here. No. I'm exactly. getting seven and a half, and that's not fourteen, and I'm not taking the Browns. It's eight, bruh. Um, it's eight, and they're home team, so it's really fourteen. So it is fourteen. Do the math, bruh. It's not fourteen. <laughs> I need the number to say fourteen. <laughs> uh, none of us were high in this game. Brett had this as his second to last pick. Donnie had this at six out of thirteen. I had this at five out of thirteen. So nobody's high. But, uh, I mean, it's just the right side, Mo. It's just the right. You're just going to be on the wrong side of history. This will. We keep saying that, though. It's the right side. Especially the. the... I know the Browns are going to cover because absolutely nobody is going to be on them. Nobody is going to hold a Cleveland ticket. Absolutely nobody. There will not be a soul in the city of Las Vegas with a Browns ticket in their pocket. So I know the Browns are going to cover, but I don't want any part of it because i know that they shouldn't cover illum <laughs> is this is illum the illumiest game of the year i say that because there's absolutely no way that they should cover seven and a half against the Steelers. absolutely no way card carrying wanna... card carrying members I want to know how many times we've said the Browns are the right side this year. <laughs> every time, every week. Every week it's been uttered by somebody. Because I agree. It, it, it is the right side. I hate the Steelers on the road. I, I love the Browns here with the plus eight, but no, no. I just want nothing to do with this game. Let's move on to the final Lone Wolf selection because Brett has none. Nil. Wow. Uh, okay. I've got one, and it's my very last pick. I don't even know if I like it very much. I just don't understand the game. I capped it a half point off. I got the Bengals minus two and a half. I don't know. I think these are two very similar teams. I'm getting a half point. You of, love the Bills. I'm getting a half. You love the Bills. I'm getting a half point of value in the home game. The home team. This should just be three. Just hang the three and leave it there. Uh, Bengals frighteningly bad on defense, which is something that's totally bizarre. When you have an absolute monster like Geno Atkins up front and a crazy 
crazy man. Lunatic. Like Vontez, Vontez Perfect. <laughs> Roaming around the field. Uh, so it's just bizarre how poor they've played on defense, especially up the middle. Um, so I could certainly see the Bills just running straight in this game and having success. But that Bengals offense is, is going to turn the corner at some point. We talked at the beginning of the season about how they were going to miss both Sanu and Jones, and they really have. But the return of Eifert is going to spark something in that offense because he is such a matchup nightmare against every team in the league. Uh, Tyler Boyd has looked better. I mean, he's obviously a rookie. That rookie learning curve at receiver is tough. I know. I know how they could. I know how they could spark their offense. Bring in. You know a, how they could spark their offense. Bring in AJ McCarron. You know how they can spark the offense. I know how they can spark the offense. Everybody with a brain knows how they can spark the offense. Put Geo in and give him the ball. <laughs> You're not a fan of watching uh, 32 run into the line scrimmage and fall down? Jeremy the Plunge Hill. <laughs> give him a seat on the bench and give a good football player the ball. That would help. But the this game, you know what? This is the worst possible spot, pretty much. I mean, they... I feel for the Bengals, but they gave them the old uh, the old Monday night turnaround against a team on a bye. So that is pretty rough. Uh, you got to love the Bills just based on that. So I think this line is definitely a little off. I, I don't think you can hang three here with the Bills coming off a bye. I think that would just be wrong. The strength of the... The Bengals' defense seems to be at corner. Uh, I really like their corners, and they seem to, uh, you know, Drake or Patrick is really good. Somehow Pac-Man is still churning out solid seasons. Um, so you just you really want to run on these guys. And, man, this Bills running game is so nasty. Watching these guys carve up the Hawks was really impressive. I love this running game. Bengals minus 2.5 is... Minus 111 on Pinnacle. So I actually see this game closing at three. Uh, Mo has the Bills right outside its top five, and both Brett and Donnie have them inside their top five. Brett, tell me why I am way off on your Buffalo Bills. Well, I mean, look, it's it's Bengals on a short week, Bills off a bye. Even with the loss of Eric Wood, which is big, the Bills are healthier than they've been in two weeks. Marcel Darius is the big one. He comes back this week at a... Uh, very important time because this team still, I think, is good enough to make a push for the playoffs. Buffalo just a better team here. They've been losing games on defense because Rex has put too much trust in the DBs. They aren't as good as he thought, and they've been getting torched in one-on-ones because, I mean, Rex is just sending everyone at the quarterback. Uh, he talked about this at length over the bye week. So I'm expecting adjustments there. And the Bills, I, I think they're going to win outright with a huge game here from Shady against a below-average Cincinnati defense. Anything to add on Buffalo, DP? The Bengals are just, they suck. <laughs> the hell with them. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent contribution. You uh, know how I feel about the Bengals. They're I horrible. I do know how you feel about Dandy Andy and the Cincinnati Bengals. So here are the Lone Wolves. I've got the Bengals. Donnie's got the Cowboys, Chiefs, and Packers, and Mo has the Steelers. You guys ready for the card? Yes, let's wow. go. Listen to that enthusiasm. I'm ready. I was on mute. I'm ready. I'm excited. All right. 
Our number one pick is a consensus pick that we have not discussed. And the line moved two and a half points in our favor in the last 24 hours. We got the Vikings as a pick at home against the Arizona Cardinals. This game was in everyone's top five, save for Donnie, who had them right in the middle of the pack. Uh, so, Donnie, I'll go to you first. Are you concerned about having Minnesota on the card? I'm concerned about having that that pathetic quarterback, Sam Bradford, on the card. The guy's a spaghetti noodle throwing the football hold on, around the field. Hold on. This is Sam Bradford's fault now? <laughs> it's always been Sam Bradford's fault. That guy sucks. Are you kidding me? That guy's so bad. Would you lay six points with the Cardinals at home against the Vikings? Would I lay six points? Yes. I mean, obviously you have the... the I mean, I don't know. That's scary because the Cardinals at home are, can be good. That's yeah, and the, the Vikings are bad away from home. That's the big thing here is that the Vikings are so good at home. And the line moved two and a half points in our favor. That that actually scares me into uh, believing that many people will have them on their card. But then again, I get surprised by this contest every week and who these people are selecting. Uh, Cardinals on the road, not good. Palmer, guys. Palmer against a good defense. Yeah. <laughs> Disaster. I was going to say. I hate to say it. After last year, we debated Rich heavily. Uh-oh. And... You know, I'm not going to say he was right or anything. Oh, I you think should. We were, we were still right last year. You should, but you should say think, that I'm right. I think Rich had a good read because uh, I think Palmer might finally be cooked. Cutler it's, with a different it's, haircut. It's been real ugly lately. This Arizona offense has not been near as good as they should be. I still love this Arizona defense, but um, this offense, it's bad. Palmer's been real rough, and... He's going to have a real bad day against that Vikes defense. Yeah, Palmer's given us one. At least one. At least one he's given to us. And it's going to be a head-scratcher. And it's going to leave Bruce Arians red in the face on the sideline. His face will match whatever pullover he's wearing. So, let's go Vikes. Number two on the card. It's the Bears plus the seven and a half in New York. Why were you guys complaining so much? What do you mean, why were we complaining so much? I thought you were giving me shit for that one. No. We're... Okay, sorry. <laughs> that was the Bucks, bro. Well, the Bucks suck, too. Brett, you were the lowest on this one. How you feeling? I feel okay. I love the number. So, I mean, like I said, I didn't have any coin flips this week, so I'm... I'm pretty good with this one i would prefer others but i'm okay with it all right my whole car is coin flip <laughs> <Number three. laughs> we are the king of bad quarterbacks where's odb where's squeaks bring them all out we got jared goff on the card baby. yes oh yeah the number one overall pick marching into the collectives card rams plus two and a half at home against Hey, Dolphins. Rams went out. Maybe right. he's not bad. Maybe he's just goat, and we don't. We haven't seen him yet. No, he fucking sucks. <laughs> he's so bad. I'm so worried about Jared Goff, but man, I love everything else about this pick. Yeah, yeah. Miami offense just melting in L.A. Adam Gase, complete idiot. Uh, this 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 has Rams 
13, Dolphins 10 written all over it. Isn't Miami's O-line just destroyed? Yes. Brandon Albert is out, and Mike Pouncey looks like he's trending in that direction with a a hip injury. Rams DL. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. I can't wait to watch Aaron Donald in this game. I can't wait to watch. Especially if Pouncey's out. Aaron Donald versus a backup center. (laughs) Man, that could be real ugly. I can't wait to watch the Dolphins on my timeline melt. 1 p.m. Pacific time. I'm gonna set. I'm gonna set a calendar alert for it. Cause what do you mean? It's a gimme. That's <laughs> <Yes>, right. <laughs> Gimme's in pro football. The uh, the next pick. I don't know what to think about it. You guys got the Bills on there. Bills plus Good two and pick. a half in Cincinnati. I don't. Know, I don't know what to feel about that one. I'm feeling great. I like this play. Do you There's like other plays I like more, but I like this play. Do you like this play more than the Jags and the Jets last week? Well, the Jags were the right side, 100%. <laughs> and the Jets, uh, well, I didn't know they were going to put a fan at quarterback. Why <laughs> yeah, is Bryce thought- Petty on the roster? Don't they have all these other quarterbacks? I don't understand what Bryce Petty's even doing on the roster. What are you Why are they carrying four about? quarterbacks? Because Christian Hackenberg is a disaster. They couldn't even start hack in the preseason. In in game four, when there were truck drivers and Hardy's waiters out there, they didn't want to put hack on the field. Hardy has been... waiters now? <laughs> <laughs> they may have been a worse pick than Jared Goff. Yeah, Christian Hackenberg. Second round pick? Come on. That's on. Un- Come on, guys. Yeah, he had four years uh, of handing, of everything handed to him and just couldn't put together one above average season. You guys are going to have to him. you guys are going to have to really convince me on this Bills pick cuz I'm ready to fire based upon No. Based upon this last pick. The last pick is my number 1 pick, so I'm happy. It's Niners plus 13 at home against the Patriots oh. joke line. Oh no. How are the Bucks not on our card? You know how. You know how they're not. I know on our I know card. I know how, but why are they on our card? <laughs> oh, DP. Who do they play this week? Starting to wake up. They play the Chiefs. Oh, yeah, the Chiefs. Um, oh, that's yeah. a genuine question. Chiefs are going to roll. <laughs> you guys got to convince me that the Bills are the right side. They're right, but the Chiefs or the Bucks are more right. And that's what I thought. So, I'm going to do it, because it's the right thing to do. You're doing what? Oh, my gosh. This is a disaster. That's right. Jameis and Arrowhead, really? That's right. I cannot believe you're sticking Jameis and Arrowhead on the card. (laughs) That is the most absurd thing ever that's right it's just the right side i mean bortles he's i mean bortles uh, bortles going out a winner for a winner bortles no i'm not bortles almost won outright in arrowhead so this no he didn't what do you mean no he didn't i mean he did pretty that was probably his best game of the year actually weren't they driving to win (laughs) Uh, bucks haven't been healthier martin back Chiefs, Chiefs aren't covering. Chiefs Chiefs might be without Peters. 
Macklin nagging injury. Refused. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Not just Peters. This whole defense. Like, half the defense is questionable. Refused to step on people's throats. It's just the right side. And I'm not... Bengals Bills is way too coin flippy for me to have it in my in my card. So, I might be vetoing out a winner for a winner. But at least I'm putting a winner in there, which none of you have this season. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be true. the first. <laughs> Listen, Tom Bahali hasn't practiced. Jay Howard hasn't practiced. Derek Johnson hasn't practiced. Dantari Poe only had one limited practice, and Marcus Peters hasn't practiced. Get your crab legs ready, dogs. Let's go. This whole Chiefs defense is, like, cobbled right now. So the card, because nobody else can fire a veto. Vikings pick. Bears plus 7.5. Rams plus 2.5. Niners plus 13. And Bucks plus seven and a half. We got Scary. we got golf on the card. This is basically this is most top five with Niners instead of Ravens, so I'm thrilled. Yeah, it's uh, and this is Rich's top five with Bears instead of Ravens. So let's go. I'm extremely yes. proud of everybody not named Donnie right now. <laughs> well, I think Donnie has an excuse. He, he sounds like uh, he's been on a like a. A hundred hour bender over there. So, and he, I'm, I'm dying. Even, <laughs> even he said, just give all his picks half points. So, so we made it through the week. If you guys want to tweet at these gentlemen directly, you can do so at Dunny underscore Peters, at Brett Colson, C O L L S O N, and at Mo Nuara, N U W A R A H. Be sure to send your picks against the super contest lines one pick and you can get into our raffle send it to at gridiron gamble on twitter or gridiron gamble podcast at gmail.com best of luck in your betting ventures this weekend need five and oh need it see you next week peace out peace out